Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would have been Miller's 44th birthday. You're listening to The Latest. I'm Tammy Trujillo. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM K293CF Marino Valley. Welcome to the Journey to Business and Entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Brianna Prince. Our show is brought to you by the I3 Social Club. The I3 Social Club is designed to bring business people and professionals together to build your business through connecting and education. For more information, go to meetup.com forward slash I3 Social Club, and I'll see you at our next meeting. Welcome to the Journey to Business and Entrepreneurship. My name is Brianna Prince. I am your host of this uh, radio show. So today I have an amazing guest by the name of Brian Sparrow. Brian, we're going to get a chance to uh, speak, get to know a lot about you um, as far as what it is that you do. So first and foremost, what I like to do is give people an idea of who it is that is I'm interviewing. So um, you want to say who you are and what it is that you do? Yes, my name is Brian Sparrow. I'm a licensed contractor. Also, I run my own handyman business as well as... My main focus right now is Handy Blessed Hands Youth Mentoring Program, where I take kids from the age of 14 to 17, teach them different trades, um, also help them with proper etiquette, how to carry themselves as young men, how to treat women. Um, on the spiritual aspect, we're Christians, so they also have to attend Bible study at least once a month. Nice. That's amazing. So how did you end up first starting your business? Uh, what took you on that path of entrepreneurship? Okay, well, I had a heart attack at work. I was a truck driver for 17 years. Mm-hmm. I had a heart attack at work. My daughter, Deja, uh, she basically told me to start my own business because I do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So she came up with my logo. which is the logo now came up with the name of course and i took it and ran with it did you know what you were gonna uh what kind of business you were gonna get into uh yeah because i went to school for plumbing uh for two years got my degree in plumbing uh i was doing construction back in 2003 okay so i wasn't new to it right and then i was teaching kids uh like family members, of course. Mm-hmm. So then six months into me starting my own handyman business, she was like, why don't you bring the kids? So then she made me another logo. And then that's how Handy Blessed Hands Youth Mentorship Program started. 
Oh, okay. So it started off with you doing your business and um, essentially wanting to be a handyman, you know, mm -hmm. being a handyman, doing that kind of work. And then, you know, you, your, your daughter was the one who actually mentioned bringing in kids. Uh, she basically told me, you know, why don't I, hey, you know, she just threw it up like, hey, why don't you just bring the kids in and start teaching them? So how long ago was it when you actually started your business? Uh, the handyman business mm -hmm. or the youth program? The handyman business. Uh, I think I'm December 11th, so I'm coming up on, I want to say, two years. Okay. December of what year? Uh, is that? 21. Okay. No, this is 24, 22. 22. Okay, yeah. so prior to that, is that when you were a truck driver? Yes. Okay. So what, how was that transition from being a truck driver and having your, your standard job to going into being an entrepreneur? Well, I always loved the youth. Um, I am a heart patient. I had three heart surgeries, over five heart attacks, oh, wow. um, kidney and lung disease. And my family was nervous about me basically having a heart attack over the road. Mm -hmm. Thank God I had it. I was local right. in Ontario. And then one day I just told my wife, you know, like, I'm done. I stepped out on faith. Wow. And didn't look back. And in the process of doing that, that's when my daughter came up with the logo, the name, and I just took so it So the moment you it. decided to kind of quit and mm. start your own handyman business, it was pretty quick, it sounds like. It was quick, but by the grace of God, it happened through the pandemic, I want to say. Okay. Because my wife lost her job, and she just so happened. I want to start my own daycare. So oh, I right was, away? Yeah. Wow. So I was like, okay. So we started flipping the bottom of the house into a daycare. Oh, wow. So not knowing that God was going to bless her to release me from truck driving so I can do what I want to do from my heart. Right. And I just stepped out on faith, didn't look back. Six months into it, I brought the kids in, started posting on BRC, mm -hmm. um, which is Black Riverside Community under Sigmund Valentine. Mm -hmm. And I started posting there. And then the reviews were just going up and going up. And then my daughter was like, you know, you should make this a, you know, program. So that's what I did. Wow, that's awesome. So you were basically managing two businesses at once, your wife with her business with the kids, right? And then also the handyman? I wouldn't say I'm managing her business. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, within but your household. That's how it all started, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So her, her business is actually what helped let lead to the the work of your business as well. Correct, because I was always nervous about just stepping out there. Yeah. Because, you know, it wasn't like a guaranteed thing. Right. And I just got to the point, you know, I'm like, you know what? I believe, believe in God. Right. And I'm just about to make this happen, and I'm not turning back. I'm always curious about that transition. So between you and your wife, um, what was something that you guys had to sit, I assume you probably sat down and had to have a conversation about what it is you guys were gonna do since she lost her job, you quit your job, and how you guys were gonna make sure that your family was sustained? Well, when she lost her job, I was truck driving. So okay, it was, you, it was okay. money coming in. Okay. And then when she began to elevate up, 
gotcha. money there. Okay, I so gotcha. Now, you know, I do make decent money, but a lot of the money I make now, mm-hmm. I pour into the youth program because I haven't had any, I don't have funding. Mm-hmm. I don't have people to help me. Well, at least now I do. Uh, Pastor Martin from Queen Amy Church, he's mm-hmm. seen me on Facebook when I was going through COVID in mm-hmm. the hospital. And uh, he'd been watching me for over two years and didn't say nothing. And then when I got sick and got healed better, um, he reached out to me through Messenger. And then I started conversating with him and he was talking my language mm-hmm. uh, because there was a lot, of, uh, a lot of other pastors that I have turned down. So were you going to his church at the time? Nope, and oh, I still weren't. don't go oh, there. Oh, okay. Um, I'm affiliated with Holy Land Church of God in Christ under Pastor D. Antoinette Robertson. Okay. And that's where my second location will be after Marino Valley gets up and moving. Okay, so I know you're, you've talked a lot about your mentorship <laughs> program, so I do want to kind of dive into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And first of all, explain what is this mentorship program? So what I do is because... My mom died when I was 14. Uh, I've always was told that I was good with my hands. Mm. Um, I had a couple of friends that used to call me blessed. Like anything I touched, you know, I knew how to fix it. Nice. Uh, i get on YouTube or figure it out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't stop until I did it. I used to make, build mini bikes at 10 years old. Oh, no way. Wow. Um, I was building regular bikes and selling them for people to parents for their kids during Christmas time my mom was living. Oh, wow. Okay. So with all that being said, it's funny how it leads up to now and I always wanted to transition that into the youth. I used to be over Sunday school with the youth mm-hmm. growing up. Now I'm a youth minister, youth mentor. So with those things being said, uh I feel like I'm walking my purpose. Yeah. You know, it sounds like you were an entrepreneur even at <laughs> at a young age. Yeah. So what made you actually d- dive into creating these bikes or making these bikes? Uh, back in them days, it's, I think it's been so years <laughs> when it was flat tire. I get flat tires. I used to race bikes growing up. Um, I had to learn you know, how to do that stuff. Because mm-hmm. always taking my bike to the bike shop. Right. Um, I would watch them do it. And now I'm just a side of my, my <laughs> wife don't know. But I used to race bikes, um, ride on them with one wheels and kids on the block. Uh, so I started taking bikes out the trash can. They were broken. Oh. Paint them, sand them down, paint them, go buy different wheels for them. Um, put them together, make them look nice, and I just started selling them. So what made you actually make that choice to sell them? Is it just because you just saw a resource that's there that you could, that you, could you know, fix up? Um, I had a couple of friends who had mountain bikes growing up, mm-hmm. and they always wanted that racing bike. So <clears throat> one day I just said, man, I can build you one. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, and his mom uh, at that time, she said, you build these things? I said, yeah. At that time, I was like 11 years old. Yeah, I wouldn't have believed that. <laughs> so, you know, when I build it, 
and she seen how nice it looked, and I turned around and painted it. Mm-hmm. You know, she gave me the, the money as if how much a bike like that would cost. Mm. And back in those days, racing bikes was GT Dinos, Red Lines, Mongooses. Those bikes would run anywhere from 200 to $700. Oh, wow. So at 10 years old, I'm getting $350. Wow. You know, so that was like an eye-opener. And then somebody seen his bike, and next thing you know, I was building bikes for everybody on the block. That's pretty awesome. And you were getting paid that amount? I was getting paid anywhere from 100 to $300. That's amazing. Wow. And did that lead you, kind of like open up your mind to lead you on a on a path of entrepreneurship? or? Well, at that time, I was 10 years old. Mm. So, you know, I was always into trying to build and make money. Uh, I think I went from that. My mom dressed her head broke. And they were going to buy a whole new bedroom set. And again, I seen some wood in the trash can and asked her if she can go buy me some nails. Turning trash into gold. I love so that. So <laughs> that's what I did is I took the, the wood and somehow Mickey Mouse did to fix her drawer. Mm-hmm. And uh, my next door neighbor had saws. So he showed me how to cut the wood mm-hmm. and I replaced her dresser. That's amazing. So with your mentorship program, do you help teach the kids how to do stuff like that? or? Yes, with the mentorship program, I love it because these kids in this world today, they don't utilize their brain like that, shall I say, because there's so yeah. much technology yeah. where it's so easy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is not just teach them how to become young men, how to treat women. Um, I teach them how to dissect and break things down. So these kids learn brake jobs. They've learned. Like mechanical work? Mm-hmm. I have them, I jack the car up. I have a 14-year-old right now that knows how to change brakes. I have a boy that's, <clears throat> well, he's just graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. But he was struggling, and when he came to my program, it gave him a different outlook on life. Um, He actually graduated, and I taught him how to change out a garbage disposal. He is actually one of the fastest kids in my program that can change the garbage disposal out and put a new one in in like 30 minutes. I don't know anything about garbage disposals, <laughs> but is that a tough job? <laughs> um, it all depends. It is a simple pop out, pop on, you know, type of deal. Okay. But you can run into issues. You do have to unplug it. Um, you do have to, you know, figure out what's wrong with it. Mm. You have to take all the pipes off to take it off. The mm-hmm. garbage disposal holes are lined. You have to take all that stuff off. And I showed him by telling him before he even done it. So I didn't touch the stuff. Oh, wow. So I told him this has to come off, that has to come off. And me giving him a preview before I recorded him, he memorized it that quick. Oh, wow. that's. And now, being honest, I feel comfortable where I can actually take him on a job and utilize my tools. Mm. And he knows how to take a garbage disposal out and put a new one in. That's amazing. 
Now, I do want to get a little dive a little bit deeper into what it is that, you know, encompassing all of what it is that you guys do at the mentorship program. How is it that you help them? Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And the boys, young men, to become men and stuff like that. But we do have to go on a break. So we'll be right back with you guys in just a moment. Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on Real Radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281-599-9800. 9800 You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type KCAARadio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details 281-599-9800. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? My name is Thomas F. Chappelle, Jr., and I am one of the hosts of the Real Men of Real Estate radio show here on KCAA Radio. I'm here to uh, inform you about one of my new books that are getting ready to come out on Indiegogo uh, regarding uh, the 50 educators of real estate. wanted you to travel with me on this journey on this real estate space thing. A lot of people are very interested in real estate because of the programs they see on television. And a lot of people say, hey, want to be able to change my career or, you know, I can make a lot of money doing real estate. And these gentlemen are very well spoken on their ventures in real estate. So come with me and take a look at what we're talking about in this book to be able to help you with your dreams and your challenges and whatnot. Uh, the book will be on Indiegogo. You can get an early copy or you can wait till the holidays and give it to that special someone. So once again, this is Thomas F. Chappelle Jr. and I approve this message. Welcome back to the journey to business and entrepreneurship. My name is Brianna and I'm speaking with Brian Sparrow about his business and a little bit about his journey through uh, through this mentorship program that he has. Now, uh, Brian, I know that's the pretty much where we left off as far as making sure that we're understanding what it is that you do for these young men. Um, we, I understand the age range that you focus on, but how are, is it that you're helping them to come, become men? What all do you help them with? Every second and fourth Saturday, we have mentorship meetings. Okay. That's from 12 to 2, mm-hmm. where um, I had Mr. Ifanye White was one of them who uh, speaks to them and mentor them. Yeah, they have a two hours, one hour, 45 minutes to explain what they've been through, the struggles they've been through, how they made it over life, what they're accomplishing. Um, I also sit with them 
uh, talking to them about life. Uh, one thing about this mentorship program with the boys, what we talk about stays with us. Mm. So it is in a group setting when you guys are talking? Yes. It okay. started in my garage at my house. Mm-hmm. And one thing they love, they can talk to me about anything, That's and I awesome. won't go back to their parents. That's good. I found out through that a lot of kids hurt. Mm. And we as parents don't listen. So it allowed me to listen, even with my son now. You know, there's times now I listen to what he's telling me versus always yelling, yelling, yelling. Right. You know, um, we also, I teach them how to use their hands from plumbing to electrical, junk hauling, demolition. That's what they really love because they get to go bust walls out. I bet. And just <laughs> break stuff up and to get paid for it. Now, do they need certifications to do any of that stuff? Um, I would say, yeah, no. Okay. And, you know, they're young. Mm-hmm. So one thing I did do is I had the parents sign okay. uh, like a slip saying that they have medical insurance and that they will take on 100% if anything ever happened to them while they're on a the job site. That's good. That's not holding me or right. any company our business that they go out and do work for because I partner with over six different contractors. Okay. And they all respect my vision. Mm. So they take the kids out with them and whether it be janitorial cleaning or something like that. Now I don't put them in harm's way like connecting wires or something like that. But to change how the sink faucet, to change how the garbage disposal to bust out the walls, but if there's a plug in the area, that's where I come in and kind of break that up because I don't want them hitting so hard around the plug. Right. Um, we also do safety before we get on the job, oh. um, safety meeting. Um, they do know they're going to get paid, but they also know prayer comes before getting paid. Um, we do Bible study. Mm. Um, when we go out, of course, we have different outings um, from paintball to bowling to batting cage to um, we've been gospel concerts. Um, I had Mother's Day brunch where mm-hmm. the kids had to serve their mothers at my house. Again, the business, the program started in my garage. Right. Um, so my son, which is a caterer, Cameron Sparrow, he did all the cooking and brought it to the house and the kids had to serve their parents and then get up and say something good about their parents for two minutes oh that's cute i love that um youth retreats i'm planning that once a year so both classes will come together have a meet and greet and we will have a youth retreat um also plan mom and son dance where we are coming together to get a hall but, you know, all that stuff takes money. Yeah. So I've been thinking of different fundraisers or different activities and different things to bring money in so I can put more into these kids. Right. And also a cruise, too. I'm right. planning a cruise. <laughs> nice. Now, you mentioned two different classes. Is there different uh, programs that you have? Yes. It's um, car detailing. 
Okay, uh, the different, um, different sectors things, that yeah. you have. Okay. Um, plumbing, electrical, junk hauling, garden work. Uh, Marino Valley loves that because I'm on social media where a lot of them have let their gardeners go because they use my youth to come in. Hmm. So when my youth come in and do it, I don't charge them. I tell them to give my youth a donation. Oh, okay. So on weekends, if I'm available, right. we're going around cutting everybody grass. And that day, I make no money. I take them out and let them use my tools. So that whole day, whatever they make, it goes in their pocket. Now, do the boys rotate between classes, or how does that work? It depends on the job on who calls me. Okay. So I can get a call for plumbing one day, and I mm-hmm. get a call for gardening, I can get a call for installing a fan. Gotcha. So they're like basically that. learning all of these skills. Correct. But going forward, mm-hmm. um, if God says the same, I'm in the process now. I partner with Quinn and me under Pastor uh, Martin, okay. where we're actually working to get a grant to make it a vocational school. Oh, that would be So I'm looking to hire teachers so that way they will be in the program. It won't be bouncing around. Right. So if they're in um, plumbing, they'll do plumbing for three months. Gotcha. After that, then they'll go into electrical for three months. But around that, we have fundraisers for, like, car detailing, um, the junk hauling, demolition, those things you really don't need classes for. Mm. You just make sure the right proper PPE is on, safety glasses, things like that. So how often are you guys having fundraisers? I'm getting ready to start them. Okay. Um, It wasn't none at first. Like I said, it was out of my pocket. Right. So when I get paid, that's how I was able to do certain things. Right, okay. And the advantage with them is if they on the job, I have the customer pay them. Gotcha. So it's not coming from me. So these right. kids have been making anywhere from a hundred to three hundred and fifty dollars for four hours. Because they don't good. go up they don't go past four hours. That's At the most they probably work three. <laughs> that's good. It's teaching them a lot of skills uh, and hard work as well. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome that you do that. Um now what makes a parent well, first of all, how many um how many kids do you have in your program right now? <laughs> Uh, it was 18. Okay. Um, but this year, we're looking at probably about 20 to 25 because oh, okay. now I'm going to be in a building and I have help. So nice. it's not just me. You mentioned a building. So you guys have transitioned from your, your house to a building? Yes. So oh, we're okay. transitioning from my garage mm-hmm. to a building. Uh, I partner with Quinn and Me Church. Okay. So right now, they're in Marino Valley and renovating their old building. So they're remodeling it. So okay. once that's done, that's where we would go in and start nice. having the classes. Nice. And is there a cap on how many students you can take, or students, how many uh, men you can take or boys? Uh, right now, because it was just me, we want to kind of stick with that to a certain extent. So we want to kind of bring it down to about 10 kids per class. Per class, okay. Versus I was handling 18 by myself. Right. 
And when you have so many like that, it's hard because I rotate the kids to make money. Mm. So there are some times, you know, where if that kid is on the job, I can't rotate until that job is over with. Right. And then bring another kid in. Gotcha. Now, what t- uh, what makes a, ch- a parent decide to bring them into your mentorship program? Is there a target um, group of young men that you look for or that you look to help? Um, I think when I interviewed the parents, they look at the pictures, and I think they visualize their sons actually doing it. And a lot of moms are single moms, you know, okay. no father figure in the home. Um, I think that was the biggest thing. And to see that their kids go home happy, they never seen them smiling, they're making money. Yeah. Um, some of them was failing, they picked their grades up. I had some I had to counsel because they want to just take their life because of all the stuff they've been through in life. Mm-hmm. They was ready to give up. And mm-hmm. now their head is on straight. So I do get a lot of feedback from their parents and some of them have cried and yeah. actually commended me for what I've been doing. How does that make you feel? And actually, I don't think I asked you the the question, what made you continue to take it? Because I know your, your daughter kind of was the one who first, you know, gave you the idea in a sense, but what made you decide that you wanted to take this into a whole different level? I didn't even know it was going to go this far. Oh, okay. So I lost my mom at 14. Right. So with teaching these kids Mm -hmm. and what they've been through, some of their experiences give me flashbacks. Mm. And something my cousin told me, his name is James, the the flashbacks that I've been going through by counseling them, is building me up with more wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuck with me. So the more I teach them, the wiser I get. Um, I think, why well, no? I'm living my purpose in this yeah. teaching these kids, you know, so they don't have to be in the streets. They don't have to always be on the game. How easy it is to make money utilizing their hands instead of stealing and doing other things. And these kids, you know, they don't even want to leave the program. Yeah, I bet. So what I did is I combined in my old class with my new class. Okay. Now, if you don't mind me asking, um, when you le- lost your mom at 14, how did that affect your your childhood? A lot. Um, I went through anger management. I went through counseling. I tried to kill myself. Mm. That was my best friend. Um, my brother named Chura Raleigh was stepped in as a father. Um, always there in my schooling. Not no shade against my dad because I had my dad my whole life. Mm-hmm. He was just always working. But I had yeah. that brother that I can talk to about sex, whatever I was dealing with, um, from being in the streets. Right. Um, so I, I feel like if it wasn't for my brother, and my best friend, Theron, I probably would have killed myself mm-hmm. because they kept me motivated. Yeah. They kept my head on straight. I had just made the basketball team and came. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, that day she died. And I gave up. I lost hope because six months before she died, I lost my best friend, which is my grandfather. Someone who never told me no and was always there to talk to me about anything. So to lose them, life wasn't an option for me. I didn't care. Yeah. But to have my best friend and my brother step in, it, it changed me to look at things different. Well, I'm definitely glad that they did because what you're doing with this mentorship program, I mean, like you being here has helped so many young men to, I'm sure, be the best versions of themselves. You're talking about changing, you know, instances where some of them have made changes in their lives just from being in your mentorship program. So I'm grateful that you have the program, and I'm sure their parents are very grateful as well. Now, we do have to go on another a quick break. Thank you so much for being so open and honest with us here. Um, but we'll be right back with you guys in just a moment. openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on Real Radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281-599-9800. 281-599. 9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type KCAARadio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details 281-599-9800. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? My name is Thomas F. Chappelle, Jr., and I am one of the hosts of the Real Men of Real Estate radio show here on KCAA Radio. I'm here to uh, inform you about one of my new books that are getting ready to come out on Indiegogo uh, regarding uh, the 50 educators of real estate. wanted you to travel with me on this journey on this real estate space thing. A lot of people are very interested in real estate because of the programs they see on television and a lot of people say hey want to be able to change my career or you know i can make a lot of money doing real estate and these gentlemen are very well spoken on their ventures in real estate so come with me and take a look at what we're talking about in this book to be able to help you with your dreams and your challenges and whatnot uh the book will be on indiegogo you can get an early copy or you can wait till the holidays and give it to that special someone. So once again, this is Thomas F. Chappelle Jr. and I approve this message. Welcome back to the journey to business and entrepreneurship. My name is Brianna and I'm speaking here with Brian Sparrow. And Brian, I know right before break, um, you were very emotional about um, 
your experiences um, with having lost your mom when you were younger. Um, now, does do you feel like that's what helps create such an open space for you and for for the kids to be so willing to open up to you? Not necessarily that, but the fact that you can relate with them. Yes, I also feel pain produces wisdom. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to go through the storm um, to get better. I feel like you can't accomplish nothing without going through something. Yeah. And because of what I've been through and can relate to them, we have a connection. And I feel like with these kids, that connection can never be broken because I was told them, and this mentorship program is not just a mentorship. I'm yeah. your big brother. We are brothers for life. Mm. And I pray that this mentorship grows and goes from state to state. I pray that they understand that it's a bond that cannot be broke, that you don't have to call Brian, but I can call Johnny because Johnny's a part of the program. Right. And they can uplift each other. I've, these kids are actually friends amongst each other. They hang out, and they never knew each other until they got into my program. That's awesome. So they understand we don't just think of it as a mentor. We think of it as a family that fights and go through things. And I can call my brother. I don't have to reach out to Brian. I can call Johnny or I can call Malcolm or whoever that's been through what I've been through. And let me see what he can give me. Or better yet, me and him can call Brian. Brian can um, talk to us both. So, yeah, it, conversations get very heavy. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, creating that safe space for the kids, um, I think, is amazing. I think uh, a lot of times when growing up in general, you know, um, sometimes we can feel like we're alone, um, not feeling like we have anyone to talk to or anything like that. So the fact that you're out there, deliberately telling them, hey, you have somebody here. I'm here to listen to you. Um, I think that's that's really great that you do that. And winning their trust, that's very important. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things I love about it. Well, how do you think that you have been able to gain their trust? I allow them to be them. Okay. I allow them to speak their mind. We have a thing where... If they're talking to me, I cannot interrupt them unless they say done. Mm, I like that. Um, and then they cannot interrupt me when I give them an answer. I have to say done. Mm-hmm. I also let them know they might not like certain things that I tell them. But because of what I've been through, it's best you do it this way. Some of them have not listened, but it came back and backfired. And they have called me back and said, well, Brian, what you said was right or they call me Mr. B mm-hmm. some of them call me bless hands <laughs> <laughs> so that we all got little nicknames that we call each other I just allow them to be them That's you awesome. know uh, you can't my parents would say uh, I've been there done that or right do as I say do don't yes. you know I don't do that I allow them to be them so whether they're venting through cursing through different things like that, I listen. And then that allows me to know who they are. I cannot correct a person if I don't know who they are. So you have to allow them to be their self. 
uh, whether it's disrespect to women, they know I have zero tolerance for that. So, but I allow them to speak their mind and then I correct them. So I have a question for you. Um, it's sort of off topic, but not really. I have a friend, um, I'll say, who has a teenage boy and he has been through a lot in his life, a uh, single mom. What, and she, almost every night they're arguing you know, it's mostly him. You know, I think he's arguing out of pain and stuff like that. Are those the, is that like the type of kid that you feel that could actually benefit from your mentorship program? Because he's definitely. angry. I can definitely tell he's angry. He, um, but it seems like, like the mom has been trying. She's been trying to re She's tried to put men in his life uh, to talk with him. She's tried talking to him. Nothing seems to work. So it's kind of hard for her to kind of be like, okay, so what is it that I can do to help this situation? But it's, cause, it's causing a lot of stress on her. So most definitely this is the program for it. Because I feel like uh, no kid get left behind. Mm -hmm. So if it takes for me to pour more into him, I've had kids where I – spend one-on-one -on -one time so we'll go out to eat we'll go bowling we'll talk on the phone uh whatever it takes but because it's mama she's gonna have that problem yeah. if you're talking about bringing brothers and uncles she still can have that problem mm -hmm. because i see now why counseling is done on the outside because um, me going through counseling I don't want nobody in my family to counsel me. Yeah. I need to hear from somebody that don't know me. Mm. And there that's where the relationship builds. It does not happen overnight. Right. But it can happen and it needs to happen sooner than later. Okay. Now, um is there so of course these kids are in school. Is there like some like grade requirement that you guys uh do for the kids or you know in order to make sure that they're staying on track for school? So, yes, I have gave incentives out of my own pocket. Oh, okay. Um, if they have a fail and they bring it up to a D, I still give incentives. But if you go back down to that fail and you come up to a D, there is no incentive. Mm. I need you to keep working at it and don't give up. Um, there are certain things that I do. Um, I have a gym in my backyard. So Okay. They go to the gym, we have lift in the backyard, and some say, I can't do it. And I'll be like, no, lift it, lift it. You can't do it because you just said it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear what you can't do. Do mm -hmm. it. You know, so I'm pumping them up. Yeah. And sometimes I say, what you mean you can't lift? I throw this $100 down here. I bet you lift it. You're going to find the energy. <laughs> so those little things, you know, yeah, it's $100 come out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. But... I feel joy behind it. Yeah. And I ask God to restore me back for what I give out. That's why I always thank God for my wife and promoting her with the the daycare because I'm able to pour into these kids until God opens that door for me to receive something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, how has... Um because obviously uh, you are a family man you're married with your with your kids as well and um so i'm curious to know how you manage everything with your bit your handyman business with the mentorship program 
um, being a husband and then also being a father to your own kids? This is very hard. I'm still mm-hmm. being honest, still trying to find that balance. Yeah. Um, still trying to find that balance. And do you feel like uh, your family is a huge supporter of what you're doing? Yes. Yeah. I uh, feel that. I do it for them. Um, I just told my wife that's what I breathe. I wake up and breathe and sleep that, you know. Even when I have rough days, I don't try not to talk about it to them, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I just keep praying and asking God to give me that strength. So how do you keep your your um, your mind together with juggling everything? Um, I, I've said this a lot of times on the show, but as an entrepreneur, it can sometimes be a little bit difficult, um, you know, managing different, you know, managing your own business. And then, of course, like I said, you're, you know, you're a husband and a father and have your own kids to worry about. So how do you keep yourself in a good mental state to be able to tackle the day? Honestly, prayer. Mm. That's the times God choose. Uh, I've been telling my wife now, looking at her, just saying how beautiful she is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> those different things. She's starting to see the real Brian. <laughs> those things motivate me. You know, I'm like, I just got to do it. And then my son, BJ, the little one, mm-hmm. most of my kids is grown. Okay. So, um, BJ, I just... Sometimes I get a little frustrated because how I wish I can be there. Before this program, I was always there. Mm. And practices and different things to watch him. Versus now I'm trying to find that balance. So uh, my mother-in-law told me to include him into what I have going on. How old is he? Ten. Okay. So I included him when I took the kids to Mastro's. And... Seeing how he talks to the older kids, you would not think my son is 10. Really? Interesting. Um, to watch him cut that steak, like, as if he got his own house. <laughs> like, he got it going on. I went home, and I told his mama, you better not ever cut that boy food ever again. Because mm. she used to always cut his pancakes and everything. <laughs> I'm like, you know. You know, she dressed him up nice. I didn't even know. That was a shocker. He had a suit on that day. Oh, really? So she went shopping, put a suit on him. And to see him carry himself as a young man Mm. and to be able to see the other kids. So that helps when I involve him. So it's like now I involve him a lot. That's good. And is there something that, so where do you want to actually take this? this mentorship program specifically? So, being honest, my biggest prayer is that I can have a steak with Tyler Perry. (laughs) I can meet Steve Harvey. I can get some words of wisdom from them. Maybe Jennifer Hudson on the women's side of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I pray that this goes nationwide. Yeah. That I leave a legacy behind where my kids will not have to work as hard. They can keep the business going and all be millionaires. Mm -hmm. I pray that it becomes a school, not just a vocational school. Uh, Right now, my goal is to tap into different churches and have this program at different churches versus renting out a building. Mm -hmm. That's one of my biggest visions that I had when I wrote this this vision down, Mm -hmm. is to open up Handy Blessed Hands into different churches. Um. 
and allowed those churches to mentor the kids, to teach them, to train them, and, you know, whatever it takes. But right. I pray that it goes all over the U.S. Well, I hope it it does. I mean, what you're doing, it sounds like it's fantastic. And I'm excited to see how you continue to grow over the next forever, you know, <laughs> for the next few years. But anyway, we do have to go on a quick break. So we'll be right back with you guys in just a moment. openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on Real Radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281-599-9800. 281-599. 9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type KCAARadio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details. 281-599-9800. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? My name is Thomas F. Chappelle Jr., and I am one of the hosts of the Real Men of Real Estate radio show here on KCAA Radio. I'm here to uh, inform you about one of my new books that are getting ready to come out on Indiegogo uh, regarding uh, the 50 educators of real estate. wanted you to travel with me on this journey on this real estate space thing. A lot of people are very interested in real estate because of the programs they see on television. And a lot of people say, hey, want to be able to change my career or, you know, I can make a lot of money doing real estate. And these gentlemen are very well spoken on their ventures in real estate. So come with me and take a look at what we're talking about in this book to be able to help you with your dreams and your challenges and whatnot. Uh, the book will be on Indiegogo. You can get an early copy or you can wait till the holidays and give it to that special someone. So once again, this is Thomas F. Chappelle Jr. and I approve this message. Welcome back to the journey to business and entrepreneurship. My name is Brianna and I'm here speaking with Brian Sparrow. And we've been talking about his uh, his business and his mentorship program that he has. Now, Brian, I am so upset that we're coming to an end here. Um, but there's a couple questions I would like to ask you. So first and foremost, I think it's fantastic what this mentorship program that you have. And if I had a, a kid in that age range, I would be like, yes, mm-hmm. sign yeah. that kid up. Um, what parent? What should parents be considering? Um, like what parents should, should they be considering to join your mentorship program? Um, where the kid is going to know financial how to save money. Mm-hmm. The kid is going to actually go to fine dining, go on different cruises to experience things young with other young men mm-hmm. and not just uh, family vacations, but to experience it with other young men. I would say for single moms, uh, if it's your son is lashing out, this is the program. Um, even if they been in gangs and in jail and have no where to go 
you know, this is the program um, to get for me to mentor them. Their grades is bad. Mm -hmm. And they're lashing out for attention and you don't know why. This is the program. Okay. And what's the legacy that you want to leave behind? I know you kind of touched on that a little Mm -hmm. bit, but I do want to ask that question. I pray that my kids can keep it going and my grandkids can keep it going and it keeps going. And hopefully my name is somewhere in the Fortune 500 Black History book (laughs) or somewhere, you know, to, to change the world. And I feel like it starts with each one, teach one. Now, uh, is it the the mentorship program, the Handy Bless Hands mentorship program that you want to make sure that continues to live on? Correct. Okay. And also pray that other contractors see what I'm doing and that they can partner with me to help this thing grow even more and partner because they have the heart for kids and not because of money aspects because a lot of them – I've turned down because they save money by bringing the kids in, mm. by paying the kids. And it's not about that. It's about winning the heart of that child so they can experience life young at what life is all about. So specifically, you are looking for contractors um, so that way your the kids can actually work with those contractors? Is that correct? Okay. Huh, interesting. Um, and then... What do you have any like promotions or anything that you want to mention? Uh, yes, September 24th uh, is the next orientation at 10:30. I'm taking ages from 14 to 17. It will be at Moreno Valley College, 16130 LaSalle Street in Moreno Valley, California, 92551. The name of the church is called Quinn AME, and it's under Pastor Martin Porter. So with you having this orientation coming up, is there a cap on how many kids you can take in? Uh, I don't really want to take no more than 25. Okay. Um, but if it goes bigger, that's fine because then they can still attend the program as far as the different outings, the mentorship part of it. But as far as the schooling part of it, we have to uh, minimize it. Okay. Um and where can people find you and find, learn more information about your mentorship program? I'm on Instagram, Handy Bless Hands. You can type that in. You'll find me and send me a, a message through inbox. Okay, awesome. And if people want to actually uh, sign up, is there a sign up for the orientation that you have as well? Correct. They will have to go through inboxing me first. Okay, awesome. Well, guys. Definitely take a look and look up Brian Sparrow if you want your child to be part of this mentorship program, get some information. It sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today. Mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed talking to you, and and, uh, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. So I hope that it continues to grow and uh, you achieve the uh, having it throughout the United States. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, guys. You guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you for listening. Remember to tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Until then, visit us on YouTube or meetup.com forward slash I3 Social Club. See you soon.
journey of a thousand words begins here. KCAA. Labor unions built the middle class and the middle class built America. That's the message from Teamsters Local 1932, a strong and successful labor union based in San Bernardino that represents over 14,000 hardworking people across the Inland Empire. The Teamsters are ready to help you organize for better pay, increased benefits, and improved working conditions. Reach out to Teamsters 1932 at teamsters1932.org/organize to speak with an organizer today. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information. A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars. Because when cell and internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. It's a bird! It's a plane! No, it's Super Roth! Okay, a gimmicky opening for a commercial about Super Roth Universal Life Insurance, but I'm sure it got your attention. Now, what is a Super Roth, you ask? It's a permanent indexed universal life insurance that's totally liquid and easily accessible once it matures, can be used to supplement retirement savings or a death benefit, or both, has no income or contribution limit, has no five-year rule like Roth IRAs, has no 10% penalty for accessing the funds before age 59 and a half. Oh, and the average historical returns are 5 to 7% annually, tax-free. Super Roths also lock in gains, which means you don't lose your money when the market is down. Sounds incredible, right? Sounds super? Super Roths are the way of the future, specifically your future. To see if you qualify for a Super Roth, go online to thesuperroth.com. What is your plan for your beneficiaries to manage your final expenses when you pass away? Life insurance, annuities, bank accounts, investment accounts, all require death certificates, which takes 10 days based on the national average, which means no money is immediately available, and this causes stress and arguments. Simple solution, the beneficiary liquidity plan. Use money you already have no need to come up with additional funds. The funds grow tax-deferred and pass tax-free to your named beneficiaries. The death benefit is paid out in 24 to 48 hours without a death certificate. You heard me right. Without a death certificate. Call us at 1-800-306-5086.
NBC News Radio. I'm Chris Caraggio. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says good progress is being made in talks to avoid a government shutdown. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, he added that he's never seen anyone win in a shutdown. McCarthy faces challenges in passing a stopgap funding bill as some GOP conservatives are threatening to strip him of the speakership. Lawmakers in Congress must pass several spending bills or a short-term funding measure known as a continuing resolution by September 30th. South Carolina GOP Representative Nancy Mace says she won't rule out supporting a motion to remove Speaker McCarthy. I've worked on issues, you know, related to gun violence that I feel are very important. And, you know, it's fallen on deaf ears. And if I if I give a handshake to someone, I expect them to follow through. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Mace declined to say how she would vote, but said votes would be up for grabs because promises were were not kept. She added that everything is on the table in terms of McCarthy's speakership. Florida Representative Matt Gates vowed to put an anti-McCarthy motion forward earlier in the week as tensions have been high between the two, as Gates has been outspoken about what he says are a series of demands not being met by the House Speaker. President Biden will host Ukrainian President Zelensky at the White House this week. The Thursday meeting comes as the administration is pushing Congress for additional funding for the nation's fight against Russia. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said the meeting comes at a critical time. Zelensky is also expected to hold meetings with lawmakers on Capitol Hill. It's day three of the United Auto Workers strike as talks continue behind the scenes. UAW President Sean Fain said today that progress has been slow as the two sides continue to meet. Appearing on MSNBC today, Fain accused the big three automakers of delaying tactics, saying the companies should have gotten down to business sooner on negotiations. Today, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders said the strike is about standing up to corporate greed and added that auto workers are suffering at a time where their companies are making record profits. I'm Chris Caraggio, NBC News Radio. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. 